Everybody's talking about Aaron Rodgers. The Rodgers. Will he be traded? Will he retire? Will the Packers somehow convince him to return to the team next year? Phil, they're all missing the point. What's the point, Scott? What are his politics, and how does that shape what we think about him in this whole debate? I think people think they understand Aaron Rodgers' politics. I think there's a lot of assumptions about his politics. But uh, we're going to dive deep into the real politics of the real Aaron Rodgers today. And we might even compare him to Brett Favre, who endorsed Donald Trump last year. So maybe the argument is, depending on your political persuasion, either Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre is the greatest Packer quarterback of all time. I'm getting that vibe from Facebook and Twitter. I think there's another question, too, which is, does politics infect or enrich pro sports? We're going to talk about it today on Center Stage with Milford and Hans, the Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast from the Sensible Center of Wisconsin Politics. I'm Scott Milford. I'm the editorial page editor for the State Journal. And I'm Phil Hans. I'm the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. We are half of the Wisconsin State Journal editorial board. The less sporty fanatical half. That's definitely true. <laughs> Phil, first I have to say it's nice to see your face and your fresh haircut. We have not been in the studio podcasting in, what has it been, more than a year? More than a year. I'm going to sound really good today. I can never quite figure out how to get the audio to sound right <laughs> on my home computer. I wasn't smart enough to go hide in a closet like some people did when they were podcasting. (laughs) I just did it in my room. And my family, they always hated it when I podcast because apparently I talked loudly into the microphone and they all knew what was going on. Your voice just oozes like honey right now. It sounds great. Oh, great. Yeah. Before any Madison public health people scold us, we can refer them to last week's podcast in which Dr. Patrick Remington, an expert on the spread of disease gave us uh, the blessing to be in the same podcasting studio at the same time, even within six feet, because we're both vaccinated. That's right. Yeah. So there. Yeah, we, I, I, I'm, I'm double-dose Phil now. All right. So Aaron Rodgers, politics. Here we go. Aaron Rodgers grew up in California. Brett Favre grew up in Mississippi. Ooh. Aaron Rodgers went to the University of California, Berkeley. Probably the most liberal place in America that's not Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, Brett Favre went to the University of Southern Mississippi. Ooh, even it's even in the more rednecky part of Mississippi, the South. Aaron Rodgers just hosted Jeopardy, meaning he's uh, intellectual. I heard Brett Favre can read. <laughs> now, wait a minute. He did have a cameo on There's Something About Mary. That's right. He did. That's that's a yeah. great cameo in that movie, actually. Yeah, all right. So, you know, this doesn't perfectly line up. I mean, I have to admit. Because Brett Favre is a little Hollywood. Not much. I mean, Aaron Rodgers dates a Hollywood actress. He's engaged to one. He used to date NASCAR driver Danica Patrick. From Beloit, by the way. We got to get that in there. From Beloit. So you would think uh, that maybe the, NAS- the Republican NASCAR crowd would appreciate the fact that he was dating a NASCAR uh, driver. But wait, Brett Favre had his own motocross company in NASCAR. Take that with Dale Jarrett. I don't think I've ever seen an entire NASCAR race. Can you watch <laughs> an entire NASCAR race? Is that a thing people do? Like, I think they do, right? <laughs> yeah, they do. 
more importantly than that, Aaron Rodgers has taken positions on social issues. Brett Favre, as I said earlier, endorsed Donald Trump. I'm getting the impression in reading about all of the sports cacophony over whether or not he's leaving the Packers, and it seems like most people think he is. I'm just struck that my friends on Facebook and the people I follow on Twitter, which is a much bigger crowd and it's more political, they seem to be taking Aaron Rodgers' side if they're liberal. And if they're conservative, they're taking the Packers' side or at least the non-Aaron Rodgers' side and calling him whiny and unworthy and he needs to suck it up. Terry Bradshaw, for example, on Fox Sports, called Aaron, Fox Sports. Called Aaron Rodgers weak. And uh, okay, but I mean, it was a big headline. I also noticed that when I Googled Aaron Rodgers and MSNBC, a big headline came up about Aaron Rodgers scolding a fan for criticizing Muslims. Ah. So, so I don't have a whole lot of social media data and science uh, going into my hunch, but what do you, you got think? got a hunch. I mean, that we had four years yeah. where the president's he was run on a hunch. So let's go with it, Scott. Let's just let's just run well, with your hunch. Well, and even just think about the way they play. What's one thing Rodgers is really known for? He catches the other team where one player's running off the field. So he quickly hikes the ball, gets a penalty and a free play. He outwits the other team with his cadence calls and trick, trickery, basically. Right. And he never, he, he, he tricks them and then he always knows to go downfield and he's mad at his receivers if they don't run down the field and go for a touchdown on those free plays. Right, but Brett Favre's a gunslinger. He's a gunslinger. He's almost better when it's a broken play. Yeah, he, uh, he was. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, was, it was... He goes from the gut. You know, and who goes from the gut? Trump does. George Bush used to go from the gut, at least W. What do you think? What about your social media feeds? And I, I get the sense Madison really loves Aaron Rodgers. Madison's really liberal. Obviously, so does all of Wisconsin until maybe now. Aaron Rodgers, he's always been cagey about his politics. You know, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't endorse in presidential races because he knows that he plays for a state where half the fans vote right. one way and half the fans vote the other way. But yeah, I, I do agree with you, this perception that liberals are more in tune to Aaron Rodgers and conservatives love Brett Favre. What's, what I find really interesting is that liberals are sort of sticking with Aaron Rodgers on this. Conservatives are sort of saying, well, he's not handling it like, you know, Brett Favre was a tough quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is kind of wimp. We're all sort of forgetting that, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre are doing the exact same thing <laughs> to the Packers, and they're yeah. both being whiny little B-words about, you know, I'm not being respected, and I want to go play for another team. It's the exact same thing that happened in Wisconsin in 2008. To me, that kind of fits politics, and I'm not talking about most people here. I'm talking about the people who root for one political party or the other the way that a lot of us root for the sports team we're loyal to. People root for politics the way they root for sports, and a lot of times hypocrisy doesn't matter. I mean, no. you're, you know, it doesn't matter if Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers are doing the same thing. The hypocrisy there doesn't matter. You go for your team and you root for only your team. And I'm kind of feeling like there's some people that maybe they're not even into football that much. But if everybody's talking about Aaron Rodgers and they get a sense that there's somehow a partisan edge to this, they go to their team. Yep. 
their political team. Yeah, I think you were saying that you have people in your social media feed who probably don't know what football is as a sport who now love Aaron Rodgers, right? That's what I feel like. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, particularly in Madison, really like Aaron Rodgers because of, like you say, his perceived politics. But let me give you a little more evidence here. Wait a minute. Wait, you're going to bring evidence (laughs) and facts into our podcast? Yes. Okay, okay, whatever. Bear bear with me, Phil. Okay, whatever. Every NFL player will raise money for cancer, most of them, for kids to play sports, things like that. For kids that don't read good and stuff. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers, he has stuck his neck out. He was a union rep for starters. So was Ronald Reagan. (laughs) Okay, fine. He criticized the NFL over the Kaepernick thing and said that Kaepernick was not in the league because he was protesting. And then Aaron Rodgers also locked arms in solidarity with Packers on the sidelines. Some fans didn't like that. Yeah, and and Rodgers had good reason to hate Kaepernick because Kaepernick made us look foolish (laughs) on more than one occasion. I was at the playoff game at Lambeau, that one that was so cold, and Kaepernick beat us there. I hated Kaepernick. I hated Kaepernick so much for a while because he he just made us look silly. All right, let me keep going. Aaron Rodgers is one of the celebrities that signed the petition earlier this year urging Joe Biden to shut down the Dakota pipeline. Oh. That's the pipeline between the Dakotas and Illinois. That's a, that's a political issue. That's that a pretty hot button issue. Is known for. Mr. Jeopardy has criticized the politicians, albeit including California's governor, for the double standards on these COVID things. Oh, yeah. Basically said we should follow the science. Unfortunately, (laughs) saying we should follow the science is not a conservative position right now. (laughs) Earlier this year, Aaron Rodgers gave $500,000 to the Barstool Fund to help small business owners. He was mad that the politicians were failing to rapidly distribute aid. I suppose that you could look at it various different ways. Back in 2017, he told on Milwaukee that he doesn't identify with a political party, but he did say that he believes passionately about climate change, human rights, and civil liberties, and he doesn't think those should be partisan issues. They are. They are. (laughs) Washington Post had an interesting story on him in 2018 about his support for an organization calling attention to conflict over minerals in the Congo. I thought their headline was kind of interesting. It said, the careful and often subtle social activism of Aaron Rodgers, NFL's biggest superstar. So he's been sometimes called out like in The Nation during Act 10. The Nation, which is a left-wing publication, really wanted him to go after uh, Scott Walker. Understandably, because his, his voice would carry a lot of weight. And he didn't really come through for them. He visited the Dalai Lama in 2018. Totally illiberal. I do not see Brett Favre doing that. No, no. <laughs> He actually grew up in a religious family, but in 2017 told ESPN that he had dropped any affiliation to organized religion. And also in 2017, he gave $50,000 to the Legal Action of Wisconsin. That's legal aid for poor people. That's a little different than helping kids with cancer. So uh, you've laid out a case here, (laughs) which... It's good enough for anybody who's got a hunch right. to, to say that, yes, Aaron Rodgers is totally liberal, and after he retires from the NFL, not only is he going to host Jeopardy, he's going to host a show on MSNBC. Or 
if he sticks with the Packers, he could run for U.S. Senate. There's a lot of people going in against Ron Johnson. That's a winning ticket, right? Oh, it was a winning ticket before he started whining about it not being appreciated by the Packers. Yeah, it's starting to feel like he's going to have to run for U.S. Senate in California. He'd probably prefer that anyway. Do you think I'm reading too much into this Rogers left, Favre right thing? I don't think so at all. No, I think you're right. And Favre, he endorsed Donald Trump, so clearly you, you know where he stands on the political spectrum. And he's a hunting and fishing kind of guy. He's more of a rural guy. Rogers is a glamorous urban guy. Not in Green Bay. <laughs> I don't want to say, no offense, Green Bay, but you're you're not glamorous and urban. He does not live year-round in Green yeah. Bay. Earth-shattering uh, bulletin here. Not only just beyond Rogers and Favre and this little rivalry. Well, and they're buddies. We, we, we had a story in the paper today about that, that they talk a lot and they're friends. Yeah, they're not rivaling each other, but no. there's like there's camps in Wisconsin of who is the greatest quarterback right. of all time. Yeah, and Bart Starr gets ignored completely <laughs> in these discussions. You know, politics has creeped into a whole lot of sports. There are people who claim they don't watch the NFL anymore. I'm not sure I buy it entirely yeah. over the, the kneeling for the national anthem and such like that. And I've heard conservatives say that about the NBA because they wear words on the back of their jerseys about equality and Black Lives Matter. And of course, Major League Baseball just pulled out of Georgia based on a Republican-backed voting laws. The only sport that's safe to watch right now, (laughs) if you're a conservative, is hockey, (laughs) which is a socialist Canadian sport. (laughs) But they fight, Phil. Or or maybe soccer. They're real men. Soccer, which is even more socialist. I mean, (laughs) first of all, look at who plays professional sports. It's a lot of young people. Young people are generally more liberal than old people. There's a lot of people of color playing sports. Yeah. People of color are generally more liberal. So it's not a surprise to me that you get these teams full of black men in their 20s and we're having a racial reckoning. And we shouldn't be surprised that they want to use their platform, however modest it is from being an athlete, to get their message across. I agree with you. It seems, though, like, say, 10, 20 years ago, there was often a cry in places like Madison that we pay a guy to hit a baseball, $10 million, and then we pay a school teacher, we can't pay them $60,000. That is totally a Madison sediment. But nowadays, not so much. Uh, I feel like it's flipped a little bit where the argument I used to make when I would hear that is, yeah, but they're still employees and they entertain people who pay them money. And you know what? Uh, Their bosses are making way more than that. So don't they deserve a piece of that? Yeah. Free market economy, man. Yeah. You don't hear that too much lately, complaining about athlete salaries. In fact, you hear the opposite. You hear that college athletes need to be paid. Yeah. And and somebody like LeBron James, who has stuck his neck neck out several times for political issues, He's the highest he's one of the highest paid athletes in the world making something north of 40 million dollars a year to shoot a basketball into a hoop, yeah. you know. And you never once hear people say on the left that why are we paying him so much money and we're not paying school teachers. Maybe you hear it on the right nowadays that they're that he's yeah. overpaid. We're not paying we're paying you for your for your basketball skills, not your politics, you know. So shut up about stay in your lane. Well, and how about that? I mean, I don't really care if a professional athlete wants to state their political opinion. I'm happy to root for a team I love and a player I respect how the player plays, regardless of what their politics are. I don't think a lot of people necessarily can do that if you're really a partisan person. Same way, like, I can go to any fast food restaurant. I can go, I can't keep track of all of 
like which home improvement store am I supposed to go to? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because Menards is conservative and Home Depot is liberal. Except now they don't like Home Depot because they didn't do enough on the Georgia voting laws, no. so they got a backlash. I believe strongly that politics is important and public policy is important, democracy is important. But I'm friends with people no matter what their politics are. I go to a restaurant no matter what the politics are. I buy a door for the back of my house somewhere regardless of what the owner of the place is left-wing or right-wing. I'll give you my example, Scott. So one of my favorite baseball players of recent history is a guy named Maglio Ordonez, played for the Detroit Tigers and the White Sox. He was buddy-buddy with Hugo Chavez. Like, he was, he's mayor of a town in Venezuela now, and he's a total chavista. I mean, he's basically an authoritarian, socialist authoritarian. But he's a great baseball player. He really hit a baseball. I mean, he had, he had some of the best years I've ever seen as, as a somebody yeah. play as baseball. And he has fun quotes that he says. He's an engaging guy. So despite the fact that I disagree with him completely on politics and think that his politics yeah. are actually dangerous for the world, I still enjoy watching him play baseball. I'm not going to root for Vladimir Putin if he's the shortstop on the team. That's probably a pretty lousy team <laughs> if they got Putin playing shortstop. <laughs> I'm just saying, I know I have my limits. I mean, we did a podcast a couple years ago where I was saying how down I was on Ryan Braun because of the doping thing, for example. So to me, that was cheating in baseball, and I had an issue with that. I kind of came back around with him after he took his punishment and started playing, apparently, really well without taking any enhancement drugs. So I have my limits. I'm just saying generally, I don't mind if somebody wants to take a knee before a game and make a statement. Okay. And I don't mind the player like, uh, remember Clay Matthews on the Packers? He used to stand there prominently with his hand over his heart while some other player was taking a knee. Fine. Go ahead. And then the game starts and we move on. I have no qualms with athletes making a stand and getting their point across. And it's a game, too. I mean, it's just a game. And pro athletes are sometimes elected to public office. Lynn Swan of the Steelers ran for Pennsylvania governor once. There is some power with that platform, and that's fine. I mean, like you said, Ronald Reagan was an actor, and he became a politician. On the left, you have... Al Franken? Yeah, exactly. SNL comedian. Right now, they're thinking of having uh, Matthew McConaughey's thinking about running for governor. Hey, we've even talked about Phil Hans running for Secretary of State of Wisconsin. Yeah, and Phil Hans has trouble going to the grocery store. He gets recognized so much. <laughs> but back to Aaron Rodgers. I'm actually really optimistic. Remember how much Wisconsin hated Brett Favre? We hated Brett Favre. He got traded to the Jets and that was we didn't like that but they went to the Vikings and we hated Brett Favre and then he got caught sending inappropriate pictures on his cell phone and we all laughed and made fun of him but he goes back to Lambeau Field we're like oh yeah he's a hero and I, I guarantee you in 10 years we're gonna think of Rodgers as one of the great quarterbacks of Green Bay despite how this all rolls out. So he could run for U.S. Senate here, just not against Ron Johnson next year. Maybe, yeah. Our theme music is by Tube Tester.